The new iPhone 15 failed to reverse the Apple sell-off yesterday. Oracle tanked the most in 21 years, while crude oil jumped to a 10-month high as OPEC forecasted a scary shortfall for oil supply next quarter. As such, while well, the US latest inflation update comes in in the middle of a storm today. So welcome, this is Swisscote's Daily Market Talk. So yes, happy CPI day everyone. Today, the US will release its latest inflation update and it will be very, very important in terms of where the Federal Reserve expectations will be headed. And that's especially true for the November meeting because for this month's FOMC meeting, well, the market is almost sure, it's almost certain that the Federal Reserve will not hike the interest rates. However, the November meeting is quite a close call really. I mean, it could go either way. Activity on Fed Funds futures actually assesses around 93% chance for a pose to happen at this month's FOMC meeting, but around 60% chance for another pose in November, which means that there is still 40% chance for a rate hike in November. Now, looking at the market expectations for the CPI, well, it's quite mixed really and there could be something for everyone who wants to see the glass half full or that glass half empty. So the headline inflation in the US is expected to have ticks higher from 3.2% to 3.6% in August. So that's due to the spike in energy prices. But, but, but core inflation may have eased from 47 to 4.3%. So if that's the case, how do you interpret this data? Is it good? Is it bad? Well, the thing is, you can't really tell by looking at the yearly inflation numbers at this stage of the game because the base effect is very, very strong right now, which actually makes these yearly inflation numbers a bit outdated maybe if you are trying to predict especially where we are headed next in terms of inflation and in this respect what you could eventually do is maybe to focus on the monthly inflation figures and try to just figure out what it means and what they mean on a yearly basis for example the headline inflation in the US is expected to have jumped to 0.6% on a monthly basis in August and that actually makes an annual inflation rate of about 7.4 now, of course, it is not said or it does not mean that inflation will remain at these levels for the next months and bring the headline inflation number in the US to the 7.4% level, but a 0.6% monthly inflation is still more than a 7% inflation on annualized basis. To tell you that, it is actually a big jump and well, the energy prices don't really soothe investors' nerves at this point of time because yesterday, well, we had actually two opposite news for oil traders. Now, one was good for the oil bears and the other one was good for the oil bulls and, well, still bad news for inflation and the cost of living around the world. So I will start with the good news. The IEA said that it forecasts demand for coal, natural gas and oil to peak before 2030. So that's earlier than they thought before. And thanks to renewables increasingly outmatching gas for producing electricity. 
the rise of heat pumps and well Europe's accelerated shift away from gas following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Well, duh, have you seen the electricity costs in Europe? Well, they will be upped again by an average of 18% in Switzerland next year. So that's quite scary for all of us. So you bet we are all investing now in heat pumps and electric cars. So the IAA's executive director, Fatih Birol, he actually said that, well, this is what we are living right now is the beginning of the end of the fossil fuel era so that's obviously good news it's good news for the oil bears and it's good news for the planet and it could have actually pulled oil prices lower yesterday but no because us could rally past 89 dollar per barrel level and hit my bullish target there as opec on its end actually forecasted a shortfall of around 3.3 million barrels per day next quarter and that's thanks to saudi arabia's supply cut extension and if that's the case well a deficit of 3.3 million barrel per day would be the highest deficit in over a decade according to Bloomberg News and well the oil deficit next quarter is obviously a bigger concern for all of us than a peak that we might see in oil demand before well 2030 that looks really far far away so there you go oil is now at a 10 month high and the rising energy prices will soon start spoiling the downside pressure that we saw so far in global inflation figures so that's the conclusion of the day now the question is the million barrel question is could oil prices rally further from here well they could but the rally could not extend too far in my opinion and prices could hardly stay sustainably above the 90 dollar per barrel level given that rising oil prices uh, leads to rising inflation and inflation expectations around the world and that actually leads to well, stronger hawkish policies from global central banks and well the so hawkish central bank expectations and increasing rates would increase the recession odds around the world and that would weigh on oil demand prospects hence could and should jeopardize the oil's rally at some point but uh, where I can't tell you I think however that playing oil's rise through big energy players could be interesting as one while they immediately benefit from the rising oil prices and they also have very very juicy dividend yields in this inflation environment is not too bad and they regularly also announce stock buybacks when they have a lot of cash in their hands and two well as bad as it sounds and they will be so the big oil companies will be the ones that could actually make the energy transition happen effectively on a large scale so yes ExxonMobil for example jumped nearly three percent at yesterday's trading session now the average price target for Exxon for the next 12 months actually stands at around the 123 dollar per share level according to tipranks.com with the strongest call standing at a distant 145 dollar a share just saying now zooming out of oil and oil companies well the S&P 500 didn't have a good session yesterday and the index slipped below its 50-day moving average yet again as Apple's new iPhone 15 actually failed to spark enough buying interest for uh, the heavily bettered stock on uh, Tuesday's products reveal unfortunately for Apple so Apple shares fell 1.70 percent at yesterday's trading session Oracle on the other hand dropped 13.5 the most in 21 years after reporting slower cloud sales growth whereas investors were obviously hoping AI to make Oracle's numbers look well more beautiful than 
what they announced. Still, still note that the company's chairman said that uh, companies in the area of AI have actually signed contracts to purchase more than four billion US dollars worth of capacity from Oracle's cloud service. It's not bad, but it didn't help yesterday. Oh well. People were looking for NVIDIA kind of result, they didn't get that. Google, on the other hand, fell more than 1% yesterday, but the fall was certainly due to a global lack of risk appetite rather than the fact that the biggest antitrust trial of the modern times of the last 25 years, they say, against Google started in Washington yesterday, and the trial will actually last two months, and um, now the OJ is accusing Google to have expanded its monopoly through exclusive contracts and deals actually made Google the default research engine on uh, phones and on internet browsers rather than through innovation. So honestly speaking, I hear that, I understand that, but the antitrust news have barely, barely impacted any big technology name in the past. So I don't really see why this time would be different. So this is all for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshke and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive feedbacks. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So so please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions, and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X, and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe, of course, to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.